We are live, 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 live from Hastings Beach and Buckingham Palace. I'm Carl, and this is Izzy, and we're supposed to talk about ourselves. Uh, I'm 43, although you can tell from my physique that that's probably a lie. I could be 33, uh, and I'm from England. I would have guessed around 30 or 29, 30, something like that, you know. Uh, you're just trying to chat me up so that I'm nice to you during the well, podcast. Well, you do live in a very nice house. <laughs> <laughs> that room you I in. do live in a nice house. <laughs> well, I'm at Hastings Beach, uh, one of the most tropical paradises on Earth. <laughs> um, as you can see, it's a nice sunny day. It's a bit chilly, minus 10. But, <laughs> but yeah, we have <laughs> minus ten in July. So this beach I'm at, you can see the pier in the back, the Hastings Pier. I grew up. I can here. see the pier. Um, and I actually remember nice. getting chased by bullies on this beach a few times. So yeah, good times. Really, good memories. I mean, it's a terrible beach to get chased on because the stones, they really hurt when you're running True. on them. Yeah. Do you, do you know why the stones? You could tell our viewers something interesting about the stones of the Southern England beaches. Do you know I, why? I, I do, but I'd love to hear you tell it. <laughs> why? <laughs> because uh, I probably use the right vocabulary. <laughs> ah, okay. This well, this is really simple because this part of England it geographically is chalk-based, and that means that where the land meets the sea is only chalk. There's actually no sand. You have to wait for a really low tide mm -hmm. to have sand, and it's never going to be dry sand. Mm -hmm. So the government to actually make a place that was kind of like viable for people to sit, they would have to concrete up to the water. Uh, and I don't, you know, that that's not really beachy, I think. So then the, the next plan was, okay, like we, we can bring a natural element, which was like the types of stones that you would just find on the seabed anyway and kind of fashion that into like semi-natural beaches so that's what they did if the beaches weren't there then it would just be a weird kind of chalk construction that would be impossible to sit on so that's it okay all right yeah interesting thank you i i don't know if you if you've ever gone for a dip in, in in the sea in the south of england in these pebble beaches especially but the water is kind of oily and greasy uh when you leave the water when you step out you kind of feel like your body has you know it's greasy it's kind of like you have an, a lotion on your body it's very different to the water here in brazil at least and um so i, I that made me think like why 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 every is this pollution i was afraid it was pollution but no it's because off the pebbles <laughs> it was because of the pebbles that they, they they have this sort of i don't know chemical reaction i don't know if that's even a thing 
but um, yeah, it's it's caused by the pebbles, so the water is a bit oily. Nice, yeah, good that you mentioned that. I have been uh, swimming in the south of England many a time from my days when I lived in Brighton. Uh, sometimes I would just go in if it was summer, um, but often I would use I would run on the undersea cliff. Uh, that goes from the marina to Rottingdean, if I'm not mistaken, and mm. then just jump in once the body temperature was up from the jog, then I would just get in. It was the only way to to cope with the cold, I have to say, because the water is cold. Yeah, and that's the one of the things that I hate about England, I would have to say, is yeah. the cold water. <clears throat> Yeah, we're going to be talking about things that we don't like um, about our own countries. And uh, this is going to be interesting because I think uh, it, it's, it's, even, it's even hard for us to say, like, which is my country? Because how long have you been here in Brazil, Carl? 12 years? Yeah, almost 13 years in the end of this August. That's a long time, mate. I mean, you're... He, you know, this is for the viewers. Your your look of disgust. It was almost like you were a, a like a, a meme, like looking at me like, like I was insane. Like why? Thirteen years. <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Why are you you wasting your your time here? But anyway, I'm just joking. Obviously, Brazil is amazing, and um, it's an amazing country to be in. Uh, you've made your life here, basically, haven't you? I mean, so so many things that you've conquered here um so yeah i i think that for us like having lived abroad for a long time for a huge part of my life and and for you also sometimes it's hard for us to pinpoint exactly who we are and where we're from i feel this way anyway i have this very confused national identity so this should be interesting <laughs> <laughs> so he started off with not liking the, the 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 temperature, the water temperature. Is that right? Yeah. I, well, I mean, I guess nobody does, right? I think people from Switzerland, Switzerland, people from Sweden, people from Norway. Finland, I guess, not Switzerland, these these Scandinavian countries yeah. where it's kind of normal to do the sauna, jump in the cold water thing, which yeah. I've never done, by the way. But from what I see from people talking about it, I watched a, an interview with. It was. <laughs> it was uh, Lewis Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas from the Mercedes Formula One team, like talking to each other at the beginning of the new season this year. And Lewis Hamilton said it freaked him out, the idea of doing it, but he, he did it and it was great. And I've seen other people say a kind of similar thing. They were afraid, but after doing it, it was great. But I don't know. I don't know. Mm, yeah. I, uh, I don't, I much prefer the tropical, the, the idea of it makes more sense. Yeah. You know, hot water. You know, that's why we have a hot tap in England. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we don't have that here, do we? I mean, only rich houses. 
They, they I mean, yeah. some places in the south have boilers, right? With like a, a kind of hot water connection, electrical boilers. Yeah. You know, but. Well, we don't really need it though. It. From from you know, if you think about most of Brazil, um, is so hot all year round that you don't actually need uh, uh, a hot, hot water tap. Uh, and that brings me to one of the things that I. I actually love about Brazil and I didn't particularly like about England. Uh, we talked about this very briefly in the previous episode, which is the weather. So um, I love the weather here in Brazil. Uh, you know, whilst most Brazilians, they don't. They complain about how warm it is and they, they don't like it. But I do. I love waking up and looking outside and, you know, scorching hot weather. I love it. I just, it, it it puts me in a good mood so that's one of the things that i like about brazil which has nothing to do with the topic because we're talking about things that we don't like <laughs> i think if you put it into context i mean you know in england you have a long winter uh and a short spring where anything can happen it seems like um and then you have a kind of short summer or a non-existent summer or whatever that year kind of generally tends to throw at you and i think that that first day that you see hot sunshine the clocks have changed so you kind of like have extra daylight hours mm. and you see the sunlight the sunlight beaming in through the curtains that's a good day and that contrast doesn't exist here yeah but the the waking up at you know let's imagine you you just had the christmas and new year holiday and you're very lazy and then you wake up on the monday morning i think i mentioned this in the last podcast you wake up on the monday morning and you have mathematics in your first class or you have to go to your job and it's raining and it's like zero degrees i mean that sucks so you you prefer the that's weather one other thing that i yeah, because that's the thing that I hate about England is Monday morning, it's mm -hmm. dark yeah. and you have something to do that you don't want to, but society obligates you to do it. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's precisely like how I feel, you know, like the weather here, it, it makes me energized. So I think it's what you said when you put it into context, like Brazilians prefer and they get energized in the winter. Right, but um, maybe that's my my tiny English uh, Izzy trying to come out. <laughs> you know, I prefer looking outside <laughs> and see that beautiful sunshine. That just makes me really energized. I never imagined your tiny English <laughs> Izzy being that tiny. I have to say. I always thought that it was the English Izzy that was the kind of like karate kicking big <laughs> Izzy. That that I got confused now. <laughs> well, I think it, it, it's kind of like a double personality. It comes out every now and then. You have a a bigger uh, presence of the English Izzy, and uh, sometimes a bigger presence of the Brazilian Izzy. You know, one of the things that I, I don't like about Brazil, which I 
which is my English Izzy side again, is I am, I love rules, right? I'm, I love following rules. I think rules exist for a reason um, to keep things organized and, you know, <laughs> but Brazilians have a hard time following rules uh, in general, right? So, okay, just don't litter, don't throw rubbish out of your window. All right, how hard is that? But constantly you're, you're driving and the car in front just opens their window and just throws rubbish out the window. And that drives me crazy, right? And simple rules like don't cross the road if you have a, a, a red sign. Like just don't, just wait. Wait for a couple of seconds and then you can cross. But no, so these things really drive me crazy. The, the, the constant rule breaking and it's not cool. Right. It used to be uh, when you're a teenager, it's cool to break rules. But later in life, I mean, when you're an adult, it's pathetic to, to watch people break simple everyday rules. Yeah, I think that a person who comes uh, like I did from there and ends up living here for a, any period of time, does go through a period where they feel that uh, because it's not just the types of rules that we understand like collectively as uh, laws and kind of like, um, you know, things that everybody, anybody would know that you should or shouldn't do. But it's also those kind of social acceptance ideas where we kind of understands that to, to be a, a good citizen um, you have to act in a certain way and do do this and don't do this one of my pet hates about this is um, drivers basically uh, especially here in Recife you have a lot I think in Brazil in general you have a lot of places like this but it, here in Recife we do where actually the pavement becomes the car park to a kind of gallery of shops with no kind of divergence or no barrier or no you know mm. boundary between what's car park and what's pavement so mm. then the cars just leave their the drivers leave the cars wherever they like mm -hmm. and they maneuver within that uh, area however they like and lots of times the car has kind of like backed into me or almost backed into me and you know yeah quite often the English blood goes to my head and I'll like yeah. say some bad words in in English but obviously English is kind of chic so sometimes when people don't understand they just think that wow. I'm <laughs> saying good morning like wow. well, hello there <laughs> but actually <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm like, Beep. yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, you know, you're screaming at them, swearing at them, and they're like, wow, <laughs> yes, hello. Uh, but Very. I completely agree with you. There's, <laughs> there's a general disregard for um, social life, um, there's a disregard for other people. There's something here in Brazil that I hate, and let me just make this clear quickly. I feel comfortable bashing Brazil because I'm Brazilian, okay, viewers? So <laughs> if I was a foreigner, I would never bash Brazil because that's one of the social codes about Brazil. If you're Brazilian, you can bash on it. But if you're a foreigner, never 
speak ill about Brazil because that's just, you know, a, a, a crime here. So myself, I'm allowed to do it. So here Hence goes. why I'm looking very fidgety. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I give you permission. Go ahead. Say whatever you want. Uh, but You give me permission, but the peop- will the people who listen to this in the yeah. future, that's the point. Yeah, because tomorrow or whenever whenever it is that you post this one person might listen and go oh no that's all right but we know there's uh, some social justice warriors as you like to call them in the world that might not like it yeah uh, but anyway i apologize anything that i say about brazil is based on my almost 13 years of experience and i think this amount of time you know if i wanted to i could apply for citizenship now and then it would be okay so what we're accepting is that a piece of paper from the government says it's okay if i bash brazil so i'm gonna cut out the (laughs) bureaucracy and just do it anyway well i think you pay your your taxes right if you pay your taxes mate then here in brazil then you have every right to complain right and well i'm not a very bureaucratic person so well, let, let, let me go And I, I have what? What? I, what? You, you were going to say I have a son who's Brazilian. Yeah, and you have a son who's Brazilian. So you have every right to bash Brazil. We're going to bash England okay. one day. Don't worry. We're going to have a, an England bashing event. <laughs> a worldwide England bashing event. Well, going back to, to topic, getting back on track. Um, there is something that we were mentioning just now, like following social codes and uh, this, this general disregard for social life. There is something here in Brazil that absolutely drives me mad. Um, you know, when, when a baby is about to be born here in Brazil, they do something, a baby shower. It's a baby shower. And because of the pandemic, They've they created what they call a shahiata. What is that exactly? Well, they have a baby shower in their cars. So they drive around the neighborhood honking their horns as loudly as possible. Um, just I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense. I think they drive past someone's house to collect presents or something or to deliver presents. But um, it's it's so annoying because it's it's loud um it's it completely uh disrespects their neighbors or other people i mean i keep you know i think about children or uh people with with some kind of condition like they shouldn't have to to deal with this noise which happens practically every saturday because it's usually on a saturday lots of babies being born well, yeah, pandemic. Um, let me help. Let me help anybody who doesn't speak Portuguese to understand that, because sha is tea, right? So I guess uh, when you have these types of parties, the, there's always like sha di, which is like tea of something connected to uh, whatever celebration it is, like the tea of the bride if the woman is getting married or the tea of nappies which are yeah. connected to babies if the woman is pregnant so i guess shahiata is like the idea of like a a little kind of 
get together of people doing a, a what would that be a procession yeah yes connected kind of to like the word tea like yeah. a tea procession yeah kind of like doesn't that. make sense when you translate it i've just no. i've just it's realized like, yeah, in well, explaining it's like it a, that, it's like a baby shower yeah. on the street they just make a lot of noise isn't it i mean completely nonsensical this brings me nonsense. to one thing that i don't like about brazil mm. is the propensity towards using your horn in your car for anything yes would that if if we're talking about this i mean both of our complaints here are, are related to um noise can we come to a conclusion that in general us brazilians are very noisy not me i'm not <laughs> I'm, i must i must well i'm not brazilian so right i don't know if you were including me in that well you're a bit uh, already so yeah i well i mean I, I can be noisy but i mean you know i think it's latin people in general have that kind of like it's a it's a party thing it's the idea of wanting to include the people around you in into your joy so there's something weird in that like if you looked at it from an anthropological anthropological kind of way you could say that that's the idea of kind of togetherness mm -hmm. in latin people that you know wanting to create a party and get everyone involved carnival is more popular here than other places in the world where it is a celebration like yeah. pancake day in england shows how subdued we are as a as a race you know but um yeah i mean it sucks and also car horns car horns don't have syllables like language does so if you say beep to a person he really doesn't know why <laughs> well there, there is a code Right. If you if you, if it's a long press, if it's a long press, then you're probably swearing at them. If it's a very two double double, very short honks, then you're saying hello. Like beep beep, you're saying hello. Right. But if it's a okay. long one, then you're you're swearing at someone. Right. And if it's okay, just I'm one, putting you in charge of creating. I'm putting you in charge of creating a, a, a dictionary of car beeps so that you can help your fellow man to. Mate, I'm. Gonna, <laughs> that's a million dollar idea, right? Right there. Yeah. Well. Okay. Um, are you writing? You, you're writing that down. Don't write it down. Just remember it in your brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what you said is absolutely true. Brazilians want to include other people in what they're doing so every sunday morning for example i live in an apartment block and every sunday morning you always hear a neighbor listening to loud music and it's like he it's like they expect you to to join in and to 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 have fun listening to the music they're listening to right which i usually hate because you know but um you don't often complain that's something that we we don't often do here in Brazil because you never know how the other person is going to react. Uh, but we we'll get into that one uh, in in another topic in another video. Um, but I think uh, this, this... I have a piece of advice for you. Go on. 
No, let me let me let you finish and then I'll give you my piece of advice. Right. So basically, I think that this uh, urge to include other people in what you're doing is also what makes Brazilians very friendly. And uh, this is one of the things that I love about Brazil is that everywhere you go here or, you know, 90 percent of the places where you go, you're going to be greeted with a smile and uh, people are going to be friendly with you, uh, which is very different from my experience in many other places. Right. Where sometimes you, you walk into into a place, into a shop or something and you say good morning and people, you know, people don't react they, they, they just look at you and wait for you to, uh, to order what you want. And here in Brazil, you know, people are just so friendly. They are very welcoming and they will greet you with a big smile. So um, that's one of the things that I think we can attribute to the fact that Brazilians want to include other people in their lives. Maybe because of Latino okay. heritage. Would you agree with that? I agree. People are nice. This brings me to one of my next things that i i'm not a big fan of in brazil although this is a time sensitive issue i've been here for a long time now once people know that then it becomes less of, of an issue and that's a gringo pet but i'm going to come back to that in a minute because i promised you a piece of advice and uh this is you you need to learn the words to these songs that these people are playing loudly and then you just go to your balcony and sing along in a high voice and they won't keep doing it <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I've never heard you sing, but no, you don't want you. You could be the next voice Brazil, but <laughs> but let me get back to Gringo Pet. Yeah. Uh, this this idea of people um, being all en encompassing, and I, I totally agree with that. Brazilian people can be very nice and welcoming, and kind of good humoured, and so on, and that's very cool. I agree with you 100%, but sometimes some of them, they take it a little bit too far in a very kind of nefarious way. Nefarious means like uh, evil, and <clears throat> they kind of, they treat you almost like you would be some kind of possession for an, a period of time that you will serve that purpose for them. Uh, and we know possessions are throwawayable. You can get rid of them as quickly as you can buy them or acquire them. Yeah, that's that's a strange feeling for me. That happened to me, you know, more than one time. And the and why is it Gringo Pet? Because it's very funny. They they kind of like. I didn't speak Portuguese when I lived in São Paulo that that well. Uh, I speak it better now, obviously, because of time. But. Uh, even if you did, I think that there, it still happens sometimes where it's kind of like you're just like out of the conversation and the people look past you and they look at the person who brought you to this party or this gathering or whatever as kind yeah. of your handler. And it's like, oh, how old is he? It's like, oh, how old are you? Um, 43. And they're like, 43. He doesn't look it and you're like, I'm here. I know I don't. It's good genes, baby. And, <laughs> you know, this kind of like conversation triangle that you're trying to create doesn't exist. It's a uh, bilateral and not trilateral. And that's a very weird that kind of that's the idea of Gringo Pet. You're all talked about 
but not talked okay. to. It's very strange. That's yeah. happened to me, by the way. Yeah, I would imagine so. Yeah, I imagine so. I, was actually... I played at a party in in Valinos or Vinedo. I don't remember. It was very well to do party that I played at as a musician, uh, and yeah, that that really happened. Yeah. And it was kind of a strange experience, you know. Well, let me give you an account of what happened to me, and you let me know if this is the same thing uh, as what you're talking about. I was filming the other day because I have a, a, a YouTube channel uh, where I do vlogs about my life and, and my fiancés. And we were filming the other day, and uh, I speak English in the vlog, so uh, people automatically think I'm from the USA for some reason. Because uh, another thing, if you're... If you speak English in Brazil, you're American. That's what they think. I, uh, there's no other English-speaking country in the world besides America, right? Uh, so they think you're American. Hence they... why I brought people to this lovely room in my house <laughs> to remind them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and um, I was so I was I was speaking English, and um, we were at this street food stand, uh, and the lady that was. Uh, serving us, she looked at Bia and she asked Bia where I was from. But I was right in front of her, like you can talk to me. So I I answered in Portuguese, and she was, <laughs> oh, I thought you were American. But this happens constantly. Like when I'm speaking English, people don't directly speak to me; they speak to Bia. Um, is that what what you're talking about? Is that the same thing? Yeah, and I think that, you know, we have to give people the benefit of the doubt a lot of time. We have to say, like, okay, if they don't have any English or if they have a, a bad level of English or if they their English is okay but they're afraid or, you know, lots of people have different levels of psychology when it comes to how they treat that subject. So mm -hmm. I think that if they've only heard you speaking in English up until that point, then we, we kind of say, okay, Maybe they were afraid to try, you know, like try to communicate. That depends on the person. And people are people. You can never judge them on that. But yeah. when the the person knows that you have enough Portuguese at least to do the salutations, if you like, then yeah. that's weird for me. Last thing I want to mention, and I think you're going to agree with me. One of the things that I... It, it, I'm not going to use the word don't like because it's more than that. I it's al almost hate. Okay. Is the lack of commitment with time. Like people here don't respect time. And let me tell you where I where how I was brought up. I was brought up like if you schedule something for 7 p.m. for example right and you arrive at 7 p.m. you're late you're late if you arrive at 7 p.m. you're late um you're on time if you arrive at least five minutes early and you're on time and if you arrive late it's like you you haven't even shown up so to me like the lack of respect with time the lack of commitment is it really hurts me as it, it hurts my 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 being you know how do you deal with that i i, I deal with it by becoming it uh 
But let me tell you first about England, because because people talk about uh, people talk about the English punctuation. Can I just say, if you can see my camera wobbling, it's because I've got the the windows of this very fantastic room are massive and they're all open, so it's quite a windy day today. Um, yeah, we can hear. But yeah, I remember a terror. All oh, right, you can hear the wind in the microphone. That must be perfect. Um, a little bit, not too for much. everybody's ears. <laughs> but uh, I, I had a terrible boss in a job, and uh, she. One day I I came. I think I was like a few minutes late. Like it was like three minutes past eight or four minutes past eight because just specifically that day, the bus had a problem i think there was a new set of roadworks and it was the first time and the bus just like got stuck and my boss was already like kind of checking her watch and it was like oh yeah sorry the the bus had a problem that never happens normally today and she was like well you know what to do tomorrow then and that was the only so the next day i had to basically wake up much earlier catch a bus much earlier and arrived in my job at like half an hour early just to make sure that I wasn't three minutes late so the your job would much prefer you to lose half an hour of your personal time than to use three minutes of the job time that's that's what I'm talking about when people say English or British okay. punctuality that was in England uh, <clears throat> Here, I went on a date in Sao Paulo and the girl kind of like called me from the, uh, well, she didn't call me, that's a lie. She sent me a text message um, when she was already like half an hour late and I was already kind of like, oh, I'm going to go. And she was like, no, I'm definitely coming. Wait, I promise. And it was like, okay. So I was in a shopping center, so I was kind of hanging out and looking around. Okay, drank a coffee. I don't even remember what I did, but I remember that she was more than an hour late. And no. during that hour, she was kind of constantly text messaging me to say that she was definitely coming, that I should wait. So I kind of took it like, OK, maybe maybe she had a problem. But that was my first dip into the yeah. cool, breezy waters of Brazilian timekeeping. And it's never really got any better since. So I found out that the best way was if you can't beat them, join them. So I do arrive late sometimes now. And people always remind me of British punctuality. So I take that moment to remind them of Recife time, I call it. But I mean, I guess it's Brazilian time. It is, really. And we just kind of agree to meet in the middle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's well, that. I there's a meme here in brazil like uh like there's a there's there's this this person getting ready uh to go out uh he's got something he's got something scheduled for 7 p.m for example and they get up to to start getting ready at 7 p.m right so like oh this is i have i have a meeting at seven this is me at seven and then they're starting to get ready at seven and it's a meme here um but it's just not funny to me, it's offensive. It's not funny. Like, if you if you arrange something with someone at seven, for example, you get there at seven. Don't make me wait. 
And um, I am, I, oh gosh, I get really pissed off. I get really angry. And, um, you know, uh, uh, I, I have to deal with this because this is, Brazilians are not going to change. Um, but with my classes, it's hard. So what I do sometimes, not anymore, because I'm mature now. And uh, <laughs> but I used to, <laughs> I used to be a hellraiser in class. So like five minutes after the class had started, I would lock the door. It's like I, you're not coming, uh. in. not coming in. Oh, but 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 I, I'm paying. I don't care. I can give you back your money. You're not coming in late. Nowadays, I've, I'm different. I, I usually let them in. I say, okay, just sit down, do whatever you want. I speak English already. You're the one who needs to learn. So if you don't understand that, and if you think you can come in late every week, then that's your problem, not mine. But um, yeah, it's to me, it's offensive. And Agreed. Uh, just as a kind of, just as a, an extra to that, I, I did know a person here who uh, was always late to meet people, like to meet friends when they were going out for a drink or whatever. And uh, the friends used to call because they knew what she was like. So I saw this one time with my own eyes. She was obviously not ready to go to meet the friends and the time was already passed that she should be there. And she was like, no, no, I'm at the bus stop on already. And I was like, well, that's a lie. You're not <laughs> at the bus stop. And she went up to the window of her bedroom, which was quite big and stood at the window trying to capture the sounds from outside oh, no. on her cell phone to give weight to the lie that she was at the bus stop. <laughs> oh man, that's just, oh gosh, man, that's horrible. Yeah, but that's this that, is that's extra level being late. <laughs> well, there is a saying in Brazil: Brazil isn't for amateurs, right? There's a saying here that Brazil no, no, it's definitely not. Brazil, I can, I can agree with that. It's not. Well, guys, um, I think that's no. uh, all we have time for for this uh, topic. Yeah, from Buckingham Palace. <laughs> uh, um, the pebble beach until the next time um yeah what are you gonna do now because you're if you're at hastings beach i'm i'm guessing what have you got planned like a seafront cafe I'm, restaurant I'm for some fish and chips i'm gonna i'm gonna take a stroll up the up the uh, east hill uh get me ah, okay chips, yeah and just sit down and and watch the the sunset which what now is 3 p.m which it would be doing in about five hours. <laughs> that, that's going to be a bit of a wait, but <laughs> okay. I mean, I would probably take the I would take the lift up East Hill if. But I mean, I'm I'm lazier than you, I guess. That's why you have, you're a black belt in karate. Well, and I'm a black belt in in PlayStation Four. <laughs> I don't think the problem is 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 being. <laughs> Or not it's actually having to pay in pounds that's the problem it <laughs> and the, the oh, lift is about point. i think it's about 12 pounds i think is that it no i'm not sure four pounds i'm not sure but really? by the way it's 12 pounds i think it's four pounds i think it's too much it's too much for the amount of time you spend in it because what it's like they make it go extra slow to make you feel like you're getting your value for money i'm sure because it's like what a hundred meters 
<laughs> it is, yeah, but it's a Victorian but, lift. But, you know. It's a Victorian lift. It's worth it. <laughs> well, and the cycle comes back to the Queen always. Uh, oh, so on that note, I'm going to go and have lunch with mine, Elizabeth too. I think right, mate. we've got poached salmon on the menu. Oh, say hello <laughs> to Lizzie for me. Say hello to Lizzie. Tell her that Izzy. I will. Her very much. From Izzy hello, to Izzy. Lizzie. No, no pun. <laughs> right, mate. Thank you so much for today. Thank you, viewers. I hope you've enjoyed it. See you next time. Bye bye.